0: Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charge Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And Jake, we had such a good interview this week with a women's tennis player.
1: That's right, Martin. We had Cam Matthews in studio, and they just beat nationally ranked Wayne State tennis team. And the interview was so good that we just couldn't bear the
0: thought of deleting any of it. Cam, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So, uh, growing up, uh, what made you want to play tennis?
2: Um, So, I was in first grade, and we had some family friends who had just started going to the tennis center in Midland and we were living like 30 minutes away and we were just kind of new to the area and um we were trying to find different things for me to get involved with so I started going over to Midland it was like a 30 minute drive went a couple times like figured out I started to love it so then I started going more and more and more and then we ended up moving to Midland and then I was there every day worked there the past few summers and here we are
0: just kind of fell in love with it Mm, did you watch tennis a lot growing up
2: um, not really. My whole family was actually, like, a huge basketball family. Like, my dad played college basketball, my stepmom played college basketball, my dad coached college basketball, and um, my, like, grandpa coached them growing up. My mom played basketball and, like, ran track. So no one in my family had ever played tennis before, and then I was the first one. So you are
0: just kind of the, the, the first child to go on that <laughs> yes, route, huh? Yes,
2: exactly, yes.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, So why Hillsdale College?
2: Um, So... When I was looking at schools, I looked at a bunch of schools, in the GLIAC. Um, I don't know. I wanted to stay closer to family because I wanted them to be able to watch me play. I'm the oldest out of all my siblings and my cousins, so that was kind of important to me to have them be able to be here and kind of experience with me. Um, so once I came to Hillsdale, it actually wasn't like a school I first looked at, but I have some family that kind of lives like within an hour from here, and they knew about it, so they're like, "Oh, like why don't you go check out Hillsdale?" So. Got in contact with Coach Nikki and came here for the first time during the summer and then I really liked it. Came back again in the fall, met all the girls and absolutely fell in love with it. Um, Loved the school. I wanted to make sure I went somewhere that was going to challenge me academically and like have a place for me to get better at tennis too and have room for improvement. And it just really had everything I was looking for.
1: What is the difference with practice schedule when you're in season versus out of season?
2: Okay, so there is a different hours rule. So in season, you're allowed 20 hours a week for matches, practices, lifting, everything. And then you need to have one day off a week. And then out of season, it's eight hours. But it's kind of weird for tennis. So only two of those hours can actually be tennis. So the other six have to be, like, lifting, conditioning, or whatever else. So we're very limited with the actual tennis part. Um, it still feels like a lot, though. But you have two days off. um, So yeah, basically like the hours are just the big difference.
0: When you came here to Hillsdale College in your first couple weeks uh, playing tennis at the collegiate level, what was the difference in the speed like from high school?
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, definitely like in high school, you're not really going to have the depth that you do in college, where in college, like every girl that you're going to play, like they were all the best from their high school. So like in high school, like you normally have like a few standouts. Um, So you normally will have some schools that are really good, but then you'll have some schools that aren't really as good where here it's like everyone was the best in their high school everyone made it to the state tournament so it's like you're competing against girls who all are at a very high level so you don't really have any chances to just like play someone that's like not as talented I guess and have like an off match where you're just getting challenged in every single match you play.
0: Do you play both singles and doubles?
2: Yeah so that's the difference between college and high school tennis so in high school tennis you only play one or the other and then in college you can play both.
0: Okay so who do you double with?
2: Um, Madeline Beset.
0: Okay, that's cool. With with doubles,
1: do you prefer being closer to the net, or do you like playing further back?
2: I love being closer to the net. It's just so much fun, like being wow. out there with a partner and like getting to set up the points and just like do different like patterns. And then we have like little hand signals and like tell each other like where to hit it and we're gonna where we're gonna go and like I guess you call them, like different like plays, I guess, and like where you stand on the court. So it's just more fun, like you're out there with someone versus singles, like. You're out there by yourself, and it's, like, it's very easy to get in your own head, and it's just so much fun, like, being with someone else and, like, being up at the net and just playing at such a faster pace.
0: How frustrating can the sport tennis be sometimes? Because a lot of people compare it to golf, because especially in singles, you're out there by yourself, like you just said, and, you know, all your thoughts are running through, and you can get really frustrated pretty easily, can't you?
2: Um, Yes, it is horrible. You're just, like, literally out there by yourself, and, like, you can have an amazing, like, 50-ball point, and then the next one you could just, like, shank a ball and, like, two courts down or, like, just completely hit it. So it's so frustrating. You're, like, put so much time and so much work into it, and, like, if you're not set up, like, perfectly or you just happen to, like, hit it if they hit weird spin on it or hit, they hit a good shot, it's just, like, it's so frustrating because there's not really anything. You can't really control what the other person's doing. You can only really control what you're doing. And, yeah, especially if you're playing, like, outside with, like, the wind. I know one match in the fall, like, the wind was blowing so fast. Like, we literally would, like, hit the ball over the net and it would, like, blow back before the other person could hit it. So it's just, like, stuff like that. And, like, you're not with a team. So it's very individual, although we do play a team sport. So it's just so easy to get in your head, which is, like, one of the main things about tennis. Like, you just have to stay so mentally strong or else you're going to defeat yourself before you're even going to play someone.
1: Have you or someone that you played against had sort of like a Johnny McEnroe-esque type of tantrum where you find yourself, like, yelling at your opponent, possibly smashing the racket, anything like that? Um, because yeah. <laughs> when I watch tennis, that's what I look for. Yeah, so.
2: yes. Um, like, the one weird thing about tennis, like, that shocks everyone is that we call our own outballs. Like, we don't have officials to call things for us, so we will have to call everything and we call the score, so a lot of the times, like, this has happened so many times, like, The ball will be just so clearly in and they'll call it out, but you can't do anything about it if there's not a line judge there, like you can ask them like, Are you sure? And they're like, Yep, it was out. And it's like, you see it, it's in, there's literally nothing you can do. And like I've played girls that like cheat you on the score and they're like, No, like if you're winning, they're like, No, I'm winning and like you have to like literally talk back every single point to where you can agree on a point. And so it's just like you can get cheated so easily in tennis. And, like, some teams we play, they're – yeah, they cheat you a lot.
0: All right, so I'll just go into this now since you brought it up. So I went to your match last weekend, um, and I could not believe, like, I was just sitting there – and I I know a little bit about tennis. It's not like I'm an expert, but, like, I could not figure out, like, the score at any point. I couldn't figure out whether, like, the ball was in or out sometimes. Like, sometimes you guys would be standing around, and, like, I'd be like, wasn't she supposed to serve or whatnot? Like – and the guy, there's, like, one guy that would mm-hmm. walk around, and so he's. you only have one line judge mm-hmm. there the whole time?
2: Yeah, and they don't even, like, they can't interfere with anything unless you ask them. So they can watch something and know it's, like, they say, like, we're playing, we could be playing, and you could call one of my balls out that's so far in, and he won't say anything unless I ask him. So he doesn't interfere unless one of you asks him to do it, which is kind of crazy.
0: So if you ask him mm-hmm. and he says, "Yeah, that, that was the wrong call," he mm-hmm. can he can reverse it then at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah.
2: So like, if so, say you called one of my balls out and I think it was it was in. I can ask him, "Was that good?" And he'll either say yes and I'll get the point, or he'll say no and you can keep the point.
0: Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I was pretty frustrated watching it. Yeah. So Talk to us about that match, uh, Wayne State, uh, mm-hmm. really tight down the end, and you ended up having the you know the match to decide it all, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. So. Wayne State has always been a team that we have been, like, back and forth with. Our coaches are decent friends, um, so we've always had very competitive matches with them. And then two years ago, the similar thing happened, and it came down to Madeline's match, and they were there until, like, 10 o'clock that night playing. And so, like, we've always knew – like, we always know that we're going to have close matches with them, and it's going to last forever. So going into it, we – Knew like we just had to buckle down and it was gonna take forever. And so, with the Bierman only having four courts, so after doubles, only four courts of singles can go on. And so, Madeline and I play five and six. So, people always joke, and it's like Madeline and I are always the last two on, we're always just out there just getting every single ball back. Like, we're that's how we play, like, we just grind and just literally get everything back. And so, it's always comes down to our matches because we're always the last on. And it happened again, so um, I was won my first set, was down in my second set, and like just as I had finished my second set, Madeline had won her match to make the score 4-4. So it was 9 o'clock, rolled around, was just going into my third set, we were tied 4-4. So you knew at
0: this point that your match was going to decide yeah. it all?
2: Yeah, and my coach was like, don't worry about the score, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, okay, Like everyone's standing here and watching, Like we know it's down to our my match, so... Yeah, so at that point, I was like, okay, like, even turned to my team. I was like, literally every single time it comes down to my match, like, this is what, like, the fourth time it's came down to my match this year. It just always happens to me for some reason. But, yeah, so then, like, my third set rolled around. I was, like, so exhausted, literally 9 o'clock at night. Um, and the girl I played, she was so good. She had, like, this beautiful one-handed backhand, and I was like, oh, like, it was so good. It was so pretty. I wish I had one. Um so, yeah, it was just such a grind, like, just getting every single ball back and just trying to out-rally her, really.
0: Do you love these moments, too? Because you've said it's happened, what, four times already oh, yeah, the season? Yeah.
2: yeah, I really do like it. I'm just, like, when I play, like, I'm just such a grinder and just, like, want to get every single ball back, and, like, people joke about it all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, like, you're just literally like a brick wall. Like, you just have to expect every single ball to come back, so, like... The fact that I, I just love, like, being able to, like, rise to the occasion and just really dig in and do what I have to do, so.
1: With those four matches that have decided um, the overall, what it, mm-hmm. what is it called? It's, so, it's
2: so, called, like, the clinch match. Okay, so, so, so with yeah.
1: those four clinch matches, how many of those have you secured the victory for?
2: Um, okay, so against Saginaw Valley in the fall, I won that one in the third set. Um... There were a couple last fall. I lost one in a third set to Fair State. Um, I lost one to Wayne State last year. Um, I lost one in a third set to University of Northwest Ohio this year, and then I won this one in a third set against Wayne. Would
1: you, would you say that you're a pretty clutch player for your team?
2: I try to be, yeah.
1: <laughs> so Cam, uh, this this brings up a a bigger question that deals with all of sports. Do you believe in the clutch gene? That when when it, when the when the time is ticking down that some people are going to rise to the occasion and other people are going to fall? Do you Um, believe in the clutch gene?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I do. I definitely think, like, it's something you're able able to do mentally. Like, you're either – you can do it and, like, not let it get to you or else, or it's just, like, you just can't do it mentally. And I just think it's such, like, a grit thing. Like, you either have it that ability to just, like, dig in deep and just give it all you got or you you can't. I mean, there's some people that are just – so good at tennis or so good at their sport but they just don't know how to win and it's like comes down to the people that can win no matter what their ability they could have the ugliest strokes but know how to win and they could beat someone that knows all the things and has grown up with perfect technique and everything, so.
1: So kind of a no pressure, no diamonds mentality, right yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're too, tend to mind gaudy. Some would say. Um, so let's get to some more, I guess, like silly questions, Martin. That that seems to sounds be, about right. That's like more of our round, our, our wheelhouse, I guess. <laughs> um, so, Cam, we discussed a little bit before, uh, before sitting down and hitting the record button. But do you have any favorite like pump up songs?
2: Okay, so our team loves Taylor Swift. Um, Big fan of that. Um, We really like Capital Letters. That's another big song we like. Um, Yes, we, it's kind of funny. So we make our own playlists for like pre match music and we'll like play it in the speakers and people are just like, what is this stuff? Like, it's not like, a football game, like all these rap songs. We're like, Oh, like jamming to Taylor Swift. We're like, Yes, like let's get out there like
1: <laughs> With Taylor Swift, what's your favorite album of hers?
2: Oh, the new one for sure. We really? all love it. Yes, we all wow. love it.
1: I I'm more of a classic Taylor Swift like country fan like a like
0: teardrops on my guitar the
1: speak see, those the speak so now the speak now album yes literally speaks to my heart like yes. all of it you can see me cu- cuddled up under a blanket sipping a nice hot <laughs> hot chocolate and uh, just petting a dog listening crying to crying oh that's a given yeah, if speak okay. now is on there will be tears flowing from my eyes absolutely. Um, all right, uh, going with uh, just trying to get in the right mindset mm-hmm. before a match. Do you have any? Do you have a favorite pre-game meal?
2: Um, so normally as a team, before we'll do a breakfast as poss- if possible. So uh, we love the palace. We love finish line. So those are two very big favorites. Um, yeah, we love those. <laughs> um, when we're on the road, we are all very big coffee drinkers too. So we hit up Starbucks a lot. Um, which it's not very normal but we really love our coffee (laughs) um yeah
0: you guys had a pretty cool opportunity to go down to uh florida Mm uh for spring break and and play there tell us a little about that uh trip that you guys were able to make
2: yeah so going into that we're we're a little intimidated because we played the number one team in the nation and the number three team in the nation and then i don't even know what they're ranked. like one of the top three like i think very high junior colleges in the nation so we're like okay like going into it like we're just gonna give it our all and whatever um but yeah it was just such a cool opportunity to be able to play at that level um one of the main things about tennis that's very different from other sports is there's so many international players like I cannot remember the last time I played in American like all the girls we play are international um and it's very non-traditional so for tennis um a lot of the times like girls from other countries they'll try and go on the pro circuit And then they won't be able to do it, so they'll want to come to America and get a free education. So we've played girls that, like, have children, are, like, 27, like, 28, like, girls from all over. And then we're out here, like, 19, 20, we're just like, okay, like, here we go, like... (laughs) They're like, we're, they're like speaking in all these like different accents or whatever. And we're like, we're from Michigan. Like, okay.
0: We have one on your team, right? Katie Bell. Yeah.
2: So we, that is the, she's the first international player that we've had in the program's history. Um, She's from England. So I mean, not too like exotic, but yeah. So what do you think
0: about her accent?
2: Oh, it's so funny. We always, it's so funny. She'll like just be playing and like in her little accent, she'll be like, oh like good job and whatever and she just has like so many different things like she'll say she'll be like oh that was a screamer and like, <laughs>
0: like that was um, really good I know
2: she, <laughs> I, we've really gotten it down she'll be like oh what a dinga like she just <laughs> killed it like it's so funny
0: and not to mention she's a really good tennis player yeah, too. she's right?
2: amazing yeah we all are just like do not know how she does it she just so effortlessly is just so amazing
0: Talk about uh, more about your team dynamic. Uh, you guys all pretty close with each other. Do you guys do a lot of stuff even off the court together?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, um, for me personally, like my best friends are my teammates, which I think is super cool because that's not always how it goes. And especially with such a small team, we have a team of nine, and for me to be able to say like my best friends are my teammates, it's just such a cool opportunity with like all the people that I've met at school. Um, yeah, on the court, off the court, whether wherever we are. I mean, with every team, you're going to have, like, your little groups of people that are closer than others. But our team dynamics this year have been so awesome. Like, we just want the best for each other and just love and support each other so much. And, like, we'll do movie nights and, like, team dinners and, like, all these different things. So, yeah, I, know, I just love my team so much and just am so blessed to have such amazing girls I get to spend every single day
1: with. Building off the team dynamic, uh, when you travel, uh, mm-hmm. when you're facing opponents at at their place, I guess, what do you do on the bus?
2: Um. So, yeah, we really don't do much because we take the little short buses, which is so funny. I mean, <laughs> sometimes we even don't get a bus. We just get a van. So it's so funny, like, and our coach drives us. So it's, like, just so not normal at all. And, like, it was, there's been so many funny stories, like, we're a group of 10 girls and like our coach is very young too so it's like we're just like a group of 10 girls like trying to get around like when we were in Florida like we were in like this little white van and like trying to find these tennis courts we're lost in downtown Fort Lauderdale during spring break and our coach is just like whipping around these corners and like we all have our little coffees in the van and like the seats are like sliding all over the place and like whipping around like spring breakers everywhere and we're just like what are we doing like (laughs) but yeah it's just so fun like Having a young coach, it's she just makes it so fun because like we get to talk to her like even at practice we just get so carried away with like different conversations like we'll be talking tennis and then we'll just be talking about like I don't know like her college experiences and just so many things and we all are just like so similar so it's just like never ending talking which is kind of funny but
0: so Coach Nikki like I saw her on your match um this past weekend and I saw that. You know, after like after a set where you didn't do as well, or or even when you won, like she just kept like kind of the same demeanor. Like she just seems, she just seems like a really calm presence, isn't mm-hmm.
2: she? Yeah, no, I coach Nikki is awesome. She just knows what to say to you at the right times, and like even throughout my match, like it was such a roller coaster of emotions. So I don't know how I did not go through that without just like being having a mental breakdown. But she kept me through it. Um, but yeah, she just always knows like what to say at the right time. So like during the beginning of my match, she was just, like, pumping me up, like, you're doing awesome, like, keep it up, like, do you need anything, whatever, and then, like, towards the middle of my match, I'm not doing as well, she's like, okay, like, let's try this or whatever, and then, like, during the high-pressure situations, so, like, third set, she comes over, and she's like, okay, like, I'm thinking of a number, like, what am I thinking of? And then we just started talking about, like, dolphins, because that's my favorite animal, and so, like, she just knows, like, what to talk about at the best time, just to keep you calm and just keep you there mentally, and, like, that's such a big, like, factor. in I think college sports is having a coach that can do something like that, especially with something like tennis is because it's so individual and so mental and just having a coach that can talk you down, like pump you up, be there for you when no one else really is. Cause she's the only one that can really talk to you about anything during the match. I mean, you can have other people cheering for you, but she's the only one that's going to be talking to you during your like one hour to like three hour matches. So it's just, we're just very, very blessed to have a coach that understands us and like can really help us get through everything.
1: All right, Cam. So what's the outlook of the season? What's the end goal for the Chargers this this year?
2: Um, we want to win conference. That's the number one main goal. It's been the main goal since we figured out we were going to switch conferences. Um, even if we weren't going to switch conferences, we have a very, very talented team this year. And we've proven it through all of our matches. Even in Saginaw, we played them in the fall. And we ended up beating them. We had never beat them as a team before. Um, We beat Ferris State. We very convincingly have never beat them before. We beat Wayne State very convincingly. Um, We just started out conference play today, actually, and started off on a very high note. Um, We shut out a team in Ohio. So, um, and even in preseason polls, we were ranked number one, and, like, not to jinx ourselves, but, um, yeah, we won the conference championship, and we just got enough teams in our Um, conference to get us an automatic qualifier to the national tournament, which Hillsdale has never made before. So that is definitely the goal.
1: With all the success that you've had on the court, you're also in a sorority. You're at one of the most rigorous institutions in the country. How are you able to balance being a Division II athlete, being in a sorority, and your studies?
2: Um, It is very, very, very challenging. Um, It definitely helps because we have like five of the girls on our team. We're all in the same sorority. And we're on the team together, and um, there's three of us, actually, who are in the same sorority on the team together and same major. So that definitely helps a lot, having people that are going through it together. I mean, it definitely is, like, my teammates, like, day in, day out. Like, they're the ones that get us through it. We're the ones that do everything together. Um, Just having those girls there for you every day and just be like, you know what, like, you had a bad day, you failed the test, like, that's okay. Like, let's go play tennis. Like, let's go win a match. Like, they're just there for you. Um, through your very best and your you're very worst and they're just always there ready to support you like open arms and just support you and want the best for you
0: cam thank you so much for joining us and uh, good luck in the rest of the season thank you and thank you for tuning in to Charger rundown i'm martin peterson and i'm jake sievers you're listening to radio free hillsdale
1: 101.7 fm